back to the Raisin Rad podcast with Joe and Emma Radosevich. This is our fourth episode as we are doing our garden diaries. So today we're going to talk about what's going on in our garden this week. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to go seed by seed through our garden uh, this week, this year. And then we got a listener question, so we're going to go ahead and answer that. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. So what is new in our garden this week? Um, we are having seeds not grow right now. So last week I talked about starting some lettuce seeds, some mm-hmm. spinach seeds, and some cilantro. And about 50% of them have sprouted. And which ones did then? Some of each of them Oh, I see. have sprouted. But they're just not doing very well. I don't know what the deal is. So uh, maybe they weren't moist enough. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I can think of. But, yeah, I mean, they, it is a different variety of lettuce. Anyway, that's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Were they last year's seeds? Yep. All of them were last year's seeds. Shouldn't it be too old, but it's no. possible. Yeah, <laughs> seeds can actually last for several years if you keep them right, which mm-hmm. we But, uh, so, that's, that's going on. The, the uh, lettuce is still going really well. I mean, I think some of it's, it's so really pretty. some of it's really close. Tomatoes, I like to just brush my finger along them just so I can smell the smell of a tomato <laughs> plant. Uh, if you have never done that, then you just don't know like how beautiful that smell can be. So they look really good though. They're yeah. like short. They're not gangly. And and how many weeks have they been growing then? Uh, I believe it's seven weeks. Okay, so we're approaching two months. And they they these, look really good for that. These look the way that we want them to look before we move them outside. Yeah, I think this was an experiment. Yeah, it was a good experiment. Succeeded. Yeah, that was a good experiment. So we'll do we'll grow them all that way starting in April. This is kind of a slow week because it's we're probably a week away from being able to prune the apple trees, which I'm super excited about. And I'm very sad about. She, uh, I actually looked at, did I tell you, I looked at pictures from last year's pruning, Mm-mm. and I was like, man, I cut those things back really I hard. I know. It made me so sad. To but see it. think <laughs> about how big it is now. Yeah, now it's like, ginormous. Uh-huh. So. And it'll be stronger because of it. So anyway, we're about a week away from that. So it's kind of a slow week. I did get the coolest seed catalog today I've ever seen. That thing was big. It is thick, and it is glossy, and the pictures are all awesome. I mean, we've never had a catalog that actually shows every single thing a company offers. And I'm pretty sure that catalog did. Oh, yeah. They may have more. So this is the Baker Heirloom Seed Company, which that's where we bought our tomatoes from this year. Yeah. So they sent us a catalog, and I'm like, I'm willing to do heirloom if it's what I want. I don't mind that. But this makes me go, man, we need to grow everything from this catalog. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the catalog's really cool. Their prices are really good. Yeah. Shipping is free. Yeah, they had really good prices. And they have lots of description about the seeds. They'll even have descriptions of, like, the, the person who developed or discovered or whatever with different um, varieties. So I love that. I really like the story behind the seeds. Huh. That's going on this week. And there was something else I was going to say. 
Oh, oh pickles. Pickles are going on our garden this week. So, pickles uh, are growing? <laughs> no, pickles. Yeah, pickle plants, which somebody told me uh, recently about that. Pickle plants? Well, didn't know that pickles were cucumbers. I didn't know that until I was an adult. It never occurred to me that pickles were cucumbers. I'm not going to say the name not of the person that that this week, but somebody else told me that this week. That's so funny. Um, so, anyway. So but I didn't like, I never liked pickles, and so it never would have occurred to me that there was a cucumber because I never ate them. Yeah, so this week, me and the kids, I got fed up with how many things were in the refrigerator door. And so I went through, like, checking everything, taking, sending some stuff to the second refrigerator downstairs, throwing things away that were no good. And I was trying these pickles. I was like, man, these pickles are so good. And so we've been breaking out. And we've gone through several. Uh, like two jars in the Two. Week. We're on a third. Yeah. The whole family is like really into the pickles that we preserved or Emma preserved yeah. this last year. <laughs> like we? We, you know, the royal we. So anyway, so we're enjoying the fruit of our garden last year right now. Yes. And actually I made a cake over the weekend with frozen summer squash as well. Yeah. So um, yep. we are still eating on our garden, which is really cool, really fun. Yeah, the end of that cake was really good. I liked it. Actually, I know. You didn't save any for me. Oh, my gosh. So we actually also <coughs> used the last of our tomatoes um, last week. The tomato butter sauce oh, okay. I made was our last jar of crushed tomatoes. Yeah, and this was a bad year like for the garden. Yes. It was a poor year for us, but it's end of February or close to the yeah. end of February. Well, yes. And we are still finishing off. I mean, it's not There's like still that's all we've eaten. But. There's still some pumpkin in the freezer. Still some more squash. Tons of pickles. Oh. oh, I still have pepper jelly and apple butter. Oh, other things going on in our garden. Rabbits are eating our blueberries. Uh, I told yes. you about that. I, f I forgot. I'm, this weekend I meant to do that. We need to get those covered. Yeah. Else. So rabbits like to eat one-year-old, like, new growth. Uh, and so some rabbits are going after the, the blueberries I was so excited about this But winter. only the one in the middle, right? Yeah. But There's something I'm about gonna, that variety. But I'm going to protect them. So yes, know, that's the ones on the front of our house, I think they're pretty much gone. Yeah. But we had blueberries last year from the, the ones on the side. And now they're eating one of those bushes. So we need to figure something out. Yeah. So that's what's going on in our garden this week. Great. We'll be back after a short break. All right, so since it's a slow week, we thought we would go through our seeds for this year and just talk about the things that we're growing, things that we've learned, things that have happened. Yeah, just a little, just like a conversation about our seeds here. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so, well, in your hand right now <laughs> is in your hand. coriander. Now it is mine. Um, also known as um, cilantro. Do you know why it's called that? Or who calls it? I have it? no idea. I've never I heard mean, it referred to as coriander. The Latin is coriandrum. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's why, but I don't know why it would be coriander and why it's cilantro because i didn't know that until these seeds came 
Yeah, I was <laughs> like, why do they send us coriander? I think on the baking aisle at the grocery store, they sell coriander seed. Is that right? Which is what this is. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's so crushed So the coriander or seed is something I, different from the cilantro. Like, does it smell the same? I could be wrong, but I just, I was like confused. Anything. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Well, so, anyway, so we're growing cilantro or coriander. Yeah, I'm super. I'm it. super excited to try it. No, I'm excited about fresh cilantro. We've actually done we've done cilantro before, but we bought uh, it as, as a, a plant. plant. Yes, uh, but it was a few years ago. I don't believe we've had cilantro in Wisconsin. Yeah, cilantro. Nobody in our family tastes so. Do they? Um. I don't know. I'm not sure that they've all tried it. Yeah, I mean, I that. guess the little ones might not. They might. But I think the older ones are all fine with cilantro. I've, we've had it in stuff yeah. before, so I'm guessing. Yeah. It's only supposed to take 45 to maturity, which means That's here fine. it's going to be a little bit more. So we should be able to plant it. Yeah. Twice. Yep. That's cool. So, uh... Yeah, then we got pumpkin, early prince hybrid. I did want to say one more thing about herbs, which I realize there's more herbs in here. But one re one thing, I, actually, we started growing herbs originally because they keep pests away. And um, this last year, well, actually, not this last year, a few years ago, I discovered, like, drying and actually preserving the herbs. So I'm still working on, oh, no, I did finish it. I finished my basil for the year. Um, we still have green onions, which isn't exactly an herb, but kind of. Um, but anyway, I was just going to throw that in there. That we the first set out to use them as pest control, but now we actually grow ones that we want to use in our cooking. Did you use our dill? For most of the pickles, For yes. most of the pickles? Okay. Huh. Next up, pumpkin. Early Prince Hybrid. Yay! And these are small? Uh, Smallish? High pumpkins. Okay, so they're like this. Yeah. Two to three pounds. I feel like no. Ten pounds? Okay, Is that that's right? not a pie pumpkin. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the description. It doesn't say that here. What What's going to be? Uh, how pie big pumpkins are usually like the smaller, like this. Yeah, like because ones. I feel uh, they. But you can cook all pumpkins and eat them. So. I feel like I would call this a medium-sized pumpkin. Okay. Yeah. We didn't, yeah, we don't want ginormous, and the small ones are kind of not worth the time. So, we've got something in the middle, which is awesome. Didn't one of the kids say that they wanted to grow pumpkins this year? Pumpkin Probably kid? Micah. Yeah, it may have been Micah. He loves pumpkin, uh, and he loves pumpkin seeds. We, He and I are the pumpkin seed eaters. Last year, we did get some pumpkins, but some of the other ones got eaten by the squash vine borers. We actually got quite a bit. There's still a package of pumpkin in the freezer. Oh. And we've had several pumpkin pies. Um, or custards this year, and bread. So, yeah, it, it was good. It was a good amount. Because some of them were, real, the ones that did make it were really large. Summer squash, smooth criminal hybrid. Smooth criminal. Smooth criminal. This was your, this plant is growing up. Yeah. So we always it's grow, like a special variety. we always grow yellow squash instead of zucchini. I prefer it. I think it's less watery. And actually tastes like something. So she can make zucchini recipes, but we just have these yellow squash for them. Yeah, it's a, like you just substitute. It's fine. So this year I was looking at different ones. And this one is has a more upright growth. 
So it makes yeah, it really easier to find them, which I'm actually really interested in because we always have to go hunting to try and find where under all the leaves the yellow squash is. <laughs> yeah. And so the kids actually don't like it because getting the squash they're because so they're, they're really prickly. I think we usually ring gloves, though, for that part. Yes. Um, I can't hardly, and some people are more susceptible to it. Like I can't hard, I can't touch the leaves of any squashes, including cucumbers. It's so painful for me to do it. But, um, I was going to say something about the summer squash. Oh, we decided this year. So we had some skunks or raccoons. Which ones? Uh, we may have had both. I know we had skunks. Okay. So we had them eating our um corn i'm guessing strawberries and our strawberries um I maybe rac- they were eating the okra they may have been. the raccoons were eating the corn the skunks were eating the strawberries and the cherries and the cherries they left the cherry pits with the strawberries <laughs> yeah um so we learned that they hate um the prickles of squash plants yeah, so we're so planning we on... So we are going to surround our corn this year with all of our winter squash to try to prevent them getting into the corn. Yeah. We'll see if it works or if it's an old wives' tale. Yeah. I don't even know where we learned that. What's up next? What do we got next? All right. Um, Sun Gold Cherry Tomatoes. These are the best cherry tomatoes. Um... And that's not even just our opinion. That's actually a fact. <laughs> Lots of people say they're the best. Yeah. So, but they really are. And they are especially good when they're super orange. That's my favorite. Because you can pick them at different times when they're kind of like yellowy. Um, but when they're just like that super orange color. Oh my gosh. They're so great. Yeah, once they start going pale, they're not as good. But uh, there was reading in this book, Epic Tomatoes. This guy's a very famous tomato grower. And he said that sun gold is like the gold standard of tomatoes. There's nothing with that intense sweetness, that flavor. And so we uh, we grow those every year. If you are like thinking about growing a cherry tomato, it is absolutely worth it to get sun gold. There, there's, there's really nothing like it. Uh, other ones that might come close, the flavor is so good. Okay, you just grabbed a package and then you gasp. What's up? <laughs> Okay, so we got um, peanuts, Bailey peanuts, and first of all, we this is an experiment because the kids really wanted to um, try growing a peanut plant, which I think is going to be so fun. I think it's like a bush, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I guess because it says days of maturity is 145. <laughs> I was like, that's our entire growing season. That's longer than our growing season. It would be, I don't know, whatever that is. What does it say? Over four months. Uh, All danger of frost. So June 1st. But could we start them indoors? Uh, Maybe. I mean, we could put them in a pot. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. We could start them in a pot and move the pot outdoors because, I mean, we're not doing it for a crop. They don't have to be in the ground. Oh. Peanuts grow underground. Okay. So that's why you probably wouldn't transplant it. Because <laughs> it's like a, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So interesting. Okay, wow. 
I don't know how we didn't notice that when we ordered them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't either. You just, well, it, it does say good tolerance to a variety of weather and growth conditions, but I'm like, I don't think they mean Wisconsin. <laughs> We, we did that just, I didn't pay any attention because you guys just wanted to do it as an experiment. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is about as far from South Georgia as you could get. Yes. And still be in the United it's States. It's a Virginia type. <laughs> and that's, I'm used to, I mean, in South Georgia, they would grow peanuts. And I'm like, uh, I mean, they want to grow peanuts. Okay, whatever. But it's, it's not fun. very hot here. So. It's going to be fun. Cool. Next up, sweet basil herb. <gasps> Yay. So this is our first basil from seed. I was really happy. Uh, I was really happy with our basil this last oh year. Oh my gosh! It tastes so good. It, we we found purple basil, and I just got it because it was purple. <laughs> from it was from Walmart, I think, wasn't it, or was it a different place? Yeah, it was Walmart. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty, and it smelled so great. I was yeah. like, we've got to grow this stuff. So we just bought like couple of plants or something. I think we had one was four green. plants or something maybe, but one was um, green, one was purple or something like that. No, it was all purple. It was all purple basil. Oh. But um anyway, that was amazing. I used it so much and um it actually got ruined in the freeze because I wasn't fast enough. Mm. So sad. But you can dry it and crush it. Sweet peppers, yum yums, hybrid mixed mini bell peppers. We have grown those before. Yeah. That that one, the the yum yum. <laughs> These never... are like miniature bell peppers. Yeah. Like I mean, you see them at the grocery store. Yes. We're doing as an experiment. We have never had great luck with bell pepper. This year we did okay, but it wasn't awesome. Yeah. And I mean, we grew a, some. <laughs> we're a little concerned that. Uh, some of it is the time it takes for a big bell pepper to grow and then and actually turn colors. Uh, it's just really long. And so we're kind of trying to figure out what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And hopefully these baby bell peppers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think we grew those in Kentucky one year. All right, Brussels sprouts. This is something new we've never grown before. This is another experiment, but okay. we're so excited. Yeah. Churchill hybrid. Oh, darn. Had to be Churchill. Yeah, we, uh, I wanted to grow them. We really love Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. And there's not a whole lot of things we hadn't grown yet. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, we can do this. We've got the space for it now. Especially how with how we're, we're going to rework the garden. We get to start these indoors. So, yeah, I That's think cool. or probably so around it's the four time. to six weeks before. Before what? Um, oh, um, I don't know. Mid March, <laughs> we'll probably start those along with the cabbage. The Brussels sprouts yeah, are supposed know. to be like I think they're in. They the can broccoli. tolerate light frost, so they could probably even go out earlier. They're in the broccoli family, and so they produce all of those little heads on a stalk. I think this says up to a hundred. I think they always overstate it just for sales purposes, but yeah, hundred. I'm like, that's a, that's crazy. But doesn't it get to four feet high or something? Uh, I don't think it's that tall. Oh, then how would it ever have a hundred heads of bro Brussels sprout on well, it? Well, that's huge if it does. It doesn't say on here how high it is. 
Hmm. Whatever. All right. Bush beans. Sassy beans. Were these those purple ones? No. No, that's purple. <laughs> the next is the other one. So, Sassy and Purple Queen. Yeah. Uh, that's a new variety of green bean. Sassy. We have never grown that before. I don't remember what kind we've grown, but... Um, we had pretty good luck with our green beans last year. Why do you like to grow bush beans rather than whole beans? Oh, yeah, that's a little loud. Sorry. Um, well... Mainly, I like it because, I mean, pole beans, you're talking like eight feet up. And where would we put that? Yeah. I that mean, because I mean, you can't, you like, it would shadow, shade yeah. the garden. So, that would just be silly. In the past, that wasn't even an option. Now, it's an option, but it wouldn't be a good option. We had to build yeah. racks and all so, that. So, I like bush beans for, simply for that sake, that they're just down there and I can get them. They also, I'm not sure if they, do pole beans have more than one harvest? I'm not sure if they do, but bush beans do. Um, you can get more than one um, harvest off of them. So last year we did quite a bit. Now did have the second harvest for some reason. They came out really beany. Yeah, tough and like the beans were weird inside them. Like they were just strange. So I'm not sure if that was something that we did or the variety or what. But um, but we had a lot. I even froze some. With those green beans, so that was cool. So that's the basic green beans, and then we also got purple queen bush bean, and just because I wanted to grow purple green beans. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I love the different colors in the garden, so having something purple is gonna be real fun again. Okay, snap peas, sugar and snap peas. We always we grow this. Pretty much always grow this kind. Yeah. And last year, actually, our, our snap peas did not do well. Um, Are they different than snow peas? Yes. Okay. These So these are sweet, and snow peas are not, like, as sweet. And they're, like, um, thinner. Okay. Um, so these are, like, sugar snap peas is what they are. Um, yeah, last year, I don't know what happened. They just did not do well. I mean, we got... You know, we got some, but the mm. plants themselves didn't look well Some uh, a lot of the time. So I'm not sure, again, what mm. happened there. But we typically had good luck with them. Mm. But I'm excited to have even more. Uh, cantaloupe. Uh, hybrid Athena. This will be the first year we grow cantaloupe. The kids... Did we try it once before? Yes, we did. In Kentucky, we had a cantaloupe. It was like this big. Oh. It was probably four inches across. Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't yeah, remember it? I, re I think I remember I don't eat cantaloupe, so... The kid, I don't remember if it was good or not. I don't remember what the kids said. The kids love cantaloupe, and so we were like, hey, let's do that for them. We're going to have to carve out a new place in our yard to... Uh, <laughs> To plant cantaloupe. Accommodate our cantaloupe. <laughs> but if we get them, the kids will, that'll be super fun. Yeah, they'll be I really mean, excited. I'll want to try it because I want to see what a homegrown cantaloupe yeah, is like. Yeah, I will too. Because uh, you never really know at the grocery store. Like, they always look so pale. And I'm always like, is it good, guys? And, you know. Isn't there like a cantaloupe flavored, like, something that I like? A candy? Cantaloupe flavored candy? <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> 
I yeah, I, like, it's like a sherbet or I don't, I don't know. It's not candy. Something sweet. <laughs> something sweet. Something with sugar. Well, that's all you care about. <laughs> Did you request this? Cauliflower? Uh, yeah, I wanted to grow cauliflower again. We've done that before? We did it in Kentucky, yeah. In the, like the Goodyear? Um, I, I'm not sure we got a head of cauliflower or not. We It was we growing, but it was grow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it like rotted, I think. Yeah, so we're going to have to make sure we dial that in. Things can it's those things, again, that was like, it's taking so long to like, to totally form into cauliflower, and it like was bad. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. We have a lot of research to do in the next month. Yes, we do. But University of Minnesota, we're going to print our stuff out. Yep. It's going to be great. I already printed some, and we got some ink, ink stuff squared away. Sweet corn, bodacious. This we year we're growing one we've not done before. Yeah, we haven't grown, but we weren't happy with, um, what was it called? What was that called? I can't think what it was called. Um, what we had last year. So we actually I felt had... like it could be better. We had a lot of corn, but I felt like it could be better. So we just decided to try a different variety. Hmm. I think we had a yellow and white like mix, right? It wasn't, wasn't like the yeah, two. but we also had some peaches and cream. I don't know, but bodacious I think is just yellow, wasn't it? Yeah. It could have been the conditions that made it not sweet, but... Yeah, who knows? I mean, the weather a, was so bad. We're trying another variety of a slightly different type. I don't understand the four different types of sweet corn, but... Oh. Interesting. It has to do with how the sugars and the starches oh, interact yeah. with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some keep a long time, but that means they're not as sweet. I don't understand all that right now. Okay. Okay, so moving on to cucumbers. We have Perseus Hybrid. We have grown these before. These are my favorite kind. They are small, almost, they're almost square. Like, the way that they're shaped, they have almost this, like, square appearance to them. Is that what we grew last year? Very strange. No. Okay. Um, but we have grown these in the past several times, I think. Um, yeah. So, I'm not sure what we grew last year, but these are, I just, I just really love them. They're miniature cucumbers. They're so tasty. Cannot wait for those San Marzano tomatoes so those are the Roma type the famous ones everyone's heard of yes and I want lots of Romas for preserving last year they just like topped out at like two feet tall and they didn't grow anymore well we didn't have these but yeah, well the but Romas our, our that Romas. we had yes again there was bad weather last year yeah it was not good uh yeah excited about those um Son makes a dish with um, Roma tomatoes, so he's excited to have those. He doesn't actually eat it, but he, he makes it. <laughs> he doesn't even like tomatoes. <laughs> it's funny, but it's a specialty. All right, watermelon, sangria, watermelon. Uh, yeah, sangria, watermelon. I mean, the the pictures, okay, and I realize it's a marketing picture, but the pictures are of the big picnic watermelon. Mm -hmm. It says 20 to 23 pounds. Yeah, like the big, long, torpedo-looking... Like from childhood. Yeah, I'm so excited. Again, it, we're going to have to carve out space for that. 
with the with cantaloupe. the cantaloupe. Yeah, we've never we've never had good luck with watermelon, but I was like, hey, let's give it another try, and uh, yeah. And what was it that we learned about like all the different squashes and these vining plants? You can plant them next to each other because they don't cross pollinate like for this season. Isn't that what it was? I don't remember. Like if you were to try to plant them, plant seeds from what you grew, like it wouldn't work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because it's a hybrid, like a, a created hybrid, yeah, the seeds of it won't grow true to type. We The only heirloom stuff we're going to have this year is tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatillos, and lettuce. Yeah. Well, yeah, something else could be, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chocolate cherry tomatoes. Um, we've actually never had these, uh -uh. so we have no idea. We wanted more cherry tomatoes. It's kind of good to have other options. Cherry tomatoes are what we just like eat, like all you know, the kids, every day. Like yeah. that's what we eat. The kids um, will just go to the counter and eat them whenever we have them. So yeah, so we like to have lots of cherries around. And it's it'll be fun this year if all of our tomatoes grow the way we hope. So that we can preserve and can. Hopefully we have tomatoes coming up out of our ears. And I would like to sell some just for the fact of selling them. It would be just fun to sell or give away to friends packages of multicolored mm -hmm. tomatoes. Yeah, they were going to look really pretty. That taste really awesome. So, Okay, and last one of our new seeds for the year are um, Waltham Butternut. This one is the one we always grow. And yeah. it's always good. It's a standard because it's resistant to squash vine borers. So a lot it's a common thing. Lots of people grow them. Yeah, so we love butternut. Um and winter squashes can be really expensive in the grocery store. So we like to grow them and keep them. We just recently at uh about three weeks ago used our last um spaghetti squash. So we're getting to the last of our of our harvest. Yep. Uh, that was oh, the last of the gurney. That, right. that was the last of the gurney's seed. We actually will be able to reuse some from last year. There are a few varieties of things like dill, and some other maybe herbs, and seeds of different mm -hmm. types: spinach, cabbage, carrots that we're going to be able to reuse or use those right. seeds this year. Um, but then the other seeds we have are from Baker Creek. Rio Grande Verde, Rio, Rio Grande Verde, tomatillos. Wouldn't you call it Rio Grande Verde? Yeah, I mean, that word is grande, so it's not the river. When I was Apparently, in, <laughs> it's not the river that you think of. Growing in up in Texas, we called it the Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Yeah. So, but that doesn't I'm mean like, anything. I've never like really looked at the word before. Yeah. So we are growing tomatillos this year. We've never done yes. it before. I'm That'll be so kind of fun. Excited! I like um, tomatillo like sauce, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yep. So tomatillos. I think some of the reason we ordered them from there is because I had forgotten to order them otherwise. And it helped me hit the threshold of, that I needed to. So I'm not sure they had them at Gurney's. Hmm. The tomatillos. Oh, I thought they did. But maybe you had forgotten. I don't know. Uh, next up, tomato, green giant. So, reading through Epic Tomatoes, this was one of the varieties I just had to grow. 
so I was looking to try and find somebody who sold them. It's an heirloom variety, so I plan to save seeds from uh, one of the early tomatoes. But mm -hmm. it's a the flavor is supposed to be similar to Sun Gold. Whoa! But Only it's, it's green. But it's a giant. What green, does giant mean? What's how big are the fruit? One pound. Oh. Okay. So about as big as an apple or bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to learn to tell when it's ripe. Yeah. One of the lessons that I feel like we've learned in gardening is there is a range of ripeness and it's not like pat like Oreos. Like Oreos Uh like, I think there's a range of ripeness for some things. Oh yeah, for some things. <laughs> I mean cucumbers, there's kind of a range. You can you can even if they're not many, some of the smaller ones are when they get larger you they're bad they're just gross but summer squash is the same way the really small tender ones are the best they can get a little bit bigger but larger ones are like don't eat that <laughs> but like definitely tomatoes and apples the sun gold totally have that like, like you range. can you can tell what well, you know, ooh, i really like it at this color mm -hmm. rather than this color but it still can taste good it's yeah, not just like a Cherokee package. Cherokee purple were like that too. It's not like a packaged food that you're like, oh, this is it. Like now I know I've hit it and it's going to stay that way. Yeah. So uh, apples have been the same way. The weather affects them. Whether you eat them early or eat them late, all that can really affect food mm -hmm. a lot. So anyway, we'll have to learn how to tell the ripeness of Green Giant. Yeah, since it's green. <laughs> uh, next tomato, Green Zebra. All these tomatoes are heirloom varieties. Green Zebra is green with yellow stripes or maybe you could call it yellow with green stripes so i don't know <laughs> these these are going to be kind of a medium-sized fruit not a cherry tomato but yeah. it's going to be a medium size and that's going to be fun the flavor is supposed to be really good but the color is really cool this one's more of a tart tomato mm. cherokee purple is awesome we're actually yeah. going to grow it from a saved one from a few years ago and we are going to yeah. grow these. We're going to see what comes up. <laughs> Cherokee Purple has a cool story about supposedly coming from the Cherokee Indians in, in and around the Tennessee-Chattanooga area, I believe, North Carolina. Um, anyway, given to somebody, passed down through the family, and then that family gave it to a guy. And ultimately, that's kind of... That's where that came from. Per Cherokee purple looks like a bruise, but it's the very best tomato. Yeah, they were like, incredible. It, it's an incredible tomato. German pink. I wanted a, a pink tomato, which is a, a red flesh tomato with a clear skin. I wanted so something funny. that was different, and it's going to be big like Cherokee purple and the green giant. I just can't wait to like um, take the skin off mm -hmm. to see what it really looks like. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be amazing. Yep, supposedly, according to the package, it came to the United States in 1883. Wow. So these heirloom ones, I'll be able to save seeds so from the early season ones and grow them from year, year after year and give them away if somebody needs them. Yeah. The final seed packet, Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds gives a free seed packet with every purchase. Was it every purchase like, or like your first purchase? I think it's every purchase. Cool. And they gave a, a French heirloom lettuce. Oh, I like it. And just like you like, it's a leaf lettuce. Of course. Not heads of lettuce. Mm -mm. 
Why would we have a head of lettuce? So anyway, so we'll grow that one just for the heck of it. This just looks great. I'm excited. It looks so yummy, doesn't it? Yeah. I love these packages. They show you. Uh -huh. They show you what you have. Yep, the picture and everything. Yeah. So how about we take a break and we'll come back and answer questions. Sounds great. Or two. Alright, so we're back. How about we talk about the listener question? Somebody okay. asked, how does succession planting work? Yes. And the short answer is... We don't know. <laughs> you know, you said that and I was like, wait, what? Like, I feel like we know that it's actually not true. We have an idea of how it's supposed to work. Have we ever done it correctly? Yes. That's debatable. <laughs> so, I actually heard a gardener say something like this recently. That the very first year we gardened, or the first few years, we thought about gardening as like a set thing. Like, these are your months. And you put stuff yeah. in the ground, and then you get stuff out, and you're and done. And then you're done, yeah. Kind of like a fields in central Illinois where they plant stuff, then take them up, and then the ground lays plain and bare the rest of the year. And so what I've so what we've learned is that there are some things that grow really, really well early. They often grow really, really well again later, closer to the fall. Yeah. And there are some things that take the entire season to grow. Things like onions, watermelon, pumpkins, those kind of Peanuts. things. Peanuts. <laughs> Peanuts will take two seasons to grow. They're going to grow next year in Wisconsin. Um, and so, so while technic, in one sense, we don't do succession planting, but we are learning to use all of the different elements of the garden season. We do plant some things early and some things that are going to be quick, and then we plant some other things later. Mm -hmm. I think... I think really what it comes down to is really planning for your succession plantings because um, we can have this idea in our minds and we did last year. Okay, when this is done, we're going to plant something there. And we did do that. And we did it, but maybe we didn't do it when it really should have been done. <laughs> Pull things up or there was, it, there were so many empty spaces that could have had something growing at different times. Um, so we started doing that. We definitely started. And we had a little bit of success with it. Um, there was an early freeze last year, so fall stuff didn't really take off so great. But we did have some stuff. But we had bok choy growing, and we had spinach yes. growing. But I tried to over... I bet you there's something wrong with that, this, that spinach seed packet. The second spinach worked, though. Right, but... The one you I, planted early in the season didn't. I kept trying to plant spinach, and it struggled. Maybe we should just buy a new one then. And so this year, whenever I plant it, whenever yeah, I tried to start grow. the seed spinach, I just learned something. Yeah, so I tried over and over and over to plant spinach last year. Yeah. Late in the succession planting. Right. And we did the same thing with lettuce, and we planted bok choy. We had did two um, things of green beans. So we actually did do some, yes. but we can plan better. And yeah. I would consider starting them indoors just mm -hmm. like I do everything else 
for the spring, I would consider right. doing that for succession planting right. rather than putting seeds in the ground if the birds are going to come and pick, mm-hmm. peck it out. So maybe you said this already, but I feel like there's two different kinds of succession plantings that you're talking about. One is the idea that you plant, you know, um, some seeds of a crop and then two weeks later you plant more seeds of the same thing. Yeah. And then two weeks later, and you can do that for, you know, a few weeks or a couple months or whatever. But so there's also just the idea of um, succession as in, hey, when my, um, I don't even know, what when my lettuce is gone. What am I going to put in this place? I'm going to put something else there. Yeah, because lettuce is not going to go longer than two months. Right. Not the same head of lettuce. Right? Yeah, you can plant more. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good idea to plant, like, with things like lettuce, spinach, um, you know, your greens, basically. It is a good idea to plant some every few weeks so that you have a continual harvest. Um, so it's not just like, oh, I get a salad in June and I don't get a salad again until October, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is succession planting. Yeah, there are some things you just can't do succession planting. Squash, tomatoes. Winter squash, yeah. I believe you actually, if you live somewhere else, you can do summer squash. Yeah. Plantings. I, I think it's better, it would be better to just think about using the entire garden season and going, hey, based on where I live, I really probably, there are some things I can grow in April or maybe even March if you're far enough south. And then throughout the year, there's always things that mm-hmm. probably can be planted all the way up into August and sometimes even September, mm-hmm. you can plant something because it's going to be okay. Yeah. So really, it's that planning, and which is my favorite thing in the world to do. But um, I'm a big planner too. That was I'm a big planner. Wink, wink. <laughs> because um, you're not. <laughs> uh, that's okay. But you do plan out my boxes for me. Um, so the next step actually that we need to take is, um, going through all of our seed packets again and figuring out what needs to get planted indoors, what gets planted outdoors, or excuse me, what gets started indoors and what gets planted outdoors and when all those things need to start. So, I mean, it's almost March, so we're getting there and it's exciting. Even though we just got, I don't know, what did we get? Another few inches yesterday of snow? Yeah, we may have gotten three inches. I don't know how much two it was. Three inches. On top yeah. of the snow that was already there. Yeah, my one of the first things I always do is go and write how many seeds we plant per square because we use that square foot gardening method mm-hmm. generally. We use it as a jumping mm-hmm. off point. How many are we going to plant per square and put out all of the information in the place that we need it? Yeah. Yes. So we can do that begin to dial in what needs to be planted. Oh, and then we I always write on the seed packet as well. If it gets yeah. planted indoors Just so we have that. or started indoors. Because I don't want to have to look it up in the book every time I look right. at the seed packet. Right. And go, wait, what am I doing here again? Mm-hmm. So the other listener comment was not really a question. It was just, oh, it makes me want to grow stuff. And I hope people do. <laughs> Growing is a beautiful thing. I heard somebody this week say, farming is really hard because I've done, 
I don't know if she'd said four tomato plants over the last several years. And the most I've ever gotten was a handful of cherry tomatoes from them. And like, granted, like, it's not easy, but I was like, that's feels kind of hard to do. If you were doing it for multiple years and nothing is growing. Yeah, there you should probably I think you're trying a little out. I think you're trying a little too hard <laughs> at that point. Like things you, grow. Like they just do. <laughs> things do grow. And uh, yeah, I'm like I'm like were we like overfeeding a miracle grow that would yeah. just make it stop producing fruit because it's just really getting strange. taller? Like I don't even know what you did. But I mean I, we had tomato plants come up from last year. Yeah. In the, in the rocks. <laughs> Yeah, we can do. We can talk about that in a future episode. Mm-hmm. But I do hope people grow some things mm-hmm. and go. Hey, start somewhere. I don't have. A, I ne- never thought I had a green thumb, and now we've grown long enough that it seems like my thumb's gotten. It does look greener. Huh? Looks greener, yeah. <laughs> so, any final words? I don't think so. Next week. We'll get to be, I'm really looking forward to trimming the apple trees. Actually, it will be after the next episode. Such a sad day. Oh, it helps them grow right. And this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. So thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.